This is Jack Bauer, and you're listening to the Who's Your Daddy Godcast. 2018, the year of suddenly, immediately, and holy ghost fire. This is the award-winning podcast from a history with God Ministries Godcast Network featuring Frank and Christina Sasso. Visit us online at ahistorywithgod.org for articles, links, prophetic words, prayer requests, and other awesome resources. And now, let's join the host of this Godcast, Frank Sasso. Hello, podcast here. Frank and Christina Sasso here coming at you on the Godcast. The Who's Your Daddy Godcast to be exact. How are you? Oh, good. What are we talking about today? A little identity? A little purpose? What are we saying? Is it the same thing? I think, it's, I think they're closely related. Well, wait a minute. If you say to people, what's your identity? and then, Or you say my... I, I don't say to people, what's your identity? All right, wait a minute. I know. All right, so yeah. let's, let's say, what do you say to people? Go ahead. What Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Everything goes away tomorrow. Who are you? And? And what are they? 98% of the people don't know, have any idea. They don't know. Well, what do they, they usually say? Well, I'm a teacher. I'm a this. I'm a plumber. I'm, I'm a, a you know, I'm a mom. I'm, I'm a dad. You know, I'm, a, um, I'm a survivor. You know, right, yeah, I'm, right, I'm right. a author. Right. It's like, okay, that's everything you do. Or have done or, or accomplished. Or have done or accomplished right. or plan to do. I'm right. saying at your very, very core, who are you? And then they say, oh, well, then who are you? Well, I say I'm the righteousness of God. That's okay. who I am. Okay. It doesn't matter. Anything going on, I lose everything tomorrow, I'm the righteousness of God. Right. That's so who I am. your identity is in Christ. Exactly. All right. So then your purpose isn't the same as your identity. My purpose is also in Christ. If you don't know who you are, you're not going to know what your purpose is. Right. But they're two separate issues maybe stemming from the same root. Yeah. You know, okay. all right, Jesus is the root and your purpose stems from your identity, which comes from Christ. Right. We're in him. Everything we, everything we do is in him. That's why we pray in his name. Everything's in him. Without him, we're nothing. We're nobody. Right. Okay. So when I say I'm the righteousness of God. Right. That's not your purpose. No, it's who I am. Right. Now that I'm the righteousness of God, Mm -hmm. when heaven declared me righteous. Right. Now I can say, okay, I know who I am. I'm now going to pursue my purpose in Christ. Okay. They're kind of two separate things coming from the same place. Right. Right? Okay. I started thinking about this because there's always like this little thread that leads me around. So I was at the gym yesterday and I was talking to a sister who we always catch up every couple of weeks. And I say, how are you doing? And she's always full of joy. And I can say her name. Charlene. All right, I'll give a shout out to Charlene. Charlene, she she listens to the show. Yeah. And um, I think she said I turned her on to Joseph Prince, but I'm not sure if that's exactly true. So, you know, don't hold me to that. Oh, if it's true that she actually said that. Right, right. I was the one who introduced her to him. She was talking about Grace, and we were getting so excited. And and she goes, oh, there's another guy that you have to listen to. He's really him and Joseph Prince are on the same wavelength. And she said his name is Michael Todd. Michael Todd. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, oh, wow, really? And then we're starting to talk about Grace. And we're, we're getting very excited. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, Grace is so good. I used to walk around so condemned. And it was so yeah. heavy. And then I realized what Grace really is. And I'm so oh, actually, And then you love Jesus so much. And we're having right. this very animated conversation sure. right before the group fitness class that I'm going to be 
helping to teach. So like my friend is going, are you ready? <laughs> over there. And like, we're oh, your this, fellow teacher. Yeah, was, yeah. We're having this love fest. <laughs> so she said, I said, I'm definitely going to check him out. And she's like, we should listen to him together one day. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Okay. So anyway, that, that all being said, this morning I looked him up and I'm like, oh, there he is. Michael Todd from Transformation Church. I think he's in, I want to say, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Tennessee. No, no, I think it is Oklahoma. I think it is Oklahoma. But he was actually preaching at another church called Elevation Church, Elevation in which North is in Carolina. North Carolina. Right. I was just on YouTube and I, I didn't even know, you know, what I wanted to listen to. So like one of the first teachings, he was teaching at Elevation Church and it was named Marked. So I said, oh, let me listen to this. So right away, he's very engaging. He's funny. He's not religious at all he's really like fun to listen to engage like i said engaging wraps you in right away funny and um so he started talking about if you've been marked by god right then you know there's a purpose on on your life right i believe and i think what he was trying to say is we've all been marked Mm -hmm. and we all have a purpose from god when you say marked explain god's put his stamp on you he's put his purpose on you right he's assigned you a task right or assigned you a direction and a a goal Mm -hmm. and a path in life to accomplish what he has purposed for you to do right okay you know i think it was an encouragement for people who maybe kind of feeling like is this it is this all you know i go to work i come home right. or people who are like oh i remember i was so fired up and and now it just seems everything is kind of like just kind of mundane and there's not anything really going on so he was talking to that person okay so i thought that was interesting and then i was thinking about that question that we ask people which sure. is who are and, you? Yeah, like who are you And also, I think what people are looking for is to find out what their purpose is. Like, why are they on this planet? Both saved and unsaved people. I think the world is looking for direction to how to live a fulfilled life. Not to just go through the motions and be a drone and have a job and then retire and then move to Florida and play golf. And then that's the end of the story. I agree. But I'm not saying they're the same thing, but they are closely parallel. What your purpose is is closely tied to who you are. Right. Well, I don't think that you can find your purpose until you know that you're the righteousness of God. I agree. Right. People think they found that. They think their purpose is wrapped up in their job. Right, right. Oh, uh, I'm a doctor. That's my purpose. I'm a right, doctor. right. That's my purpose. Or, oh, I'm a teacher. That's my purpose. Or that, right. you know, I'm a mom. That's my purpose. Uh, not really. I'm sorry. I have to disagree with anybody who feels that way. That's, I don't think that's true at all. I think your purpose is way deeper than that. Right. As he was talking, I was like, oh, this would be a cool podcast because of that question that we ask people, which right. is, who are you? Who are you? And the, the fact that people can't answer it. They and can. then, That's like, right. we were just having this conversation with someone, and she's, she was stumped, and it right. bothered her. So then she started asking her friends, <laughs> and her friends kept answering in, like, oh, I'm a mom, I'm a this. And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's what you do. Is that really right. who you are? It's a heavy question. Right. 
Who are she, you? So it's it's something that she's been thinking about. So it's right. a great way to open a door it's to a people. It's a great icebreaker. Oh, so, yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, even the name of the podcast, the Who's Your Daddy podcast. Right. Who's your daddy? Who is your daddy? Right, because that'll lead you to who you are because your daddy is the person of God who gave right. you your DNA. The only one who knows your purpose right. is God. That's it. Right. I thought, oh, this would be a good podcast to touch on this. And then I remember last night as I was listening to Michael Todd, I remember you you were saying something about Saul and about listening to music. And, and he was talking a lot about Saul yeah. and David. What he was trying to say, I think, was that God drops a purpose or, or, or what you think God's purpose is for your life. And then the next day, nothing happens. And the next day, nothing happens. And, nothing, and maybe years go by and nothing's... Like, this hasn't come to pass, uh-huh. this purpose. And he makes the comparison with David, which is really good, because then you can see how it would affect your life. Absolutely. So it's not just, all right, here's your purpose, go ahead and do it. It's, here's your purpose, and now we have to work through the process, right. which, you know, I don't like process. You do not like process. <laughs> I'm a product person. You're like, this is I, what it's going to look like, and this is what, when is it going to be done, and right. boom. I cut to the chase person. So he was saying there's a process to the purpose or finding the purpose or actually shouldn't finding the purpose, but there's a process to reaching the purpose or reaching the goal. And being marked and having a purpose, it has nothing to do with what you do. Right. It has nothing to do with your education. Correct. Has nothing to do with your family background, your race. Nothing. Your um, skin color, your things eye that, color, your experiences, things that have happened right, to you, your experience, right. your financial position, your educational how position. How smart you are, how stupid you are. That none of it. None of it, because again, he drew he drew the analogy of Saul, and he was saying how Saul was marked by God in First Samuel sixteen six, right, and he was anointed. Saul was anointed by God to be the king. Right? right, but something went amiss, and what went amiss was instead of Saul following God's plan and direction, right. Saul wanted to do things his way. And when we try to do the plan <laughs> our way, well, our plan, like, or we try and fulfill our purpose yeah. our way. Yes, like there are many Christians who they have a word spoken over to them, over them, mm-hmm. and then they think, okay, well, I should just be walking in this now, right? And they start walking in that or trying to walk in it in their own strength, in their own mind, and and it gets all messed up. Right. Instead of waiting for the process right. to kick So in. what happened was Saul lost the anointing. Right. Which is really bad news, I yeah. think. And he also said there are a lot of leaders out there yeah. who are operating in certain offices that are not anointed to operate for in those, those offices. offices. right. Which I thought was very interesting. Very interesting. So, because <laughs> Saul wanted to do it his way and really, you know, went off off the beam, yeah. someone else had to take over. So, God had a... God always has a backup plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he always does. Like, he really wants... He really wanted Saul to succeed. And actually, right. that's what you started thinking about in the book that... God loves you and gave you power. Right. God loves you and gave you power. So, if right. you just want to cut to that... Um, section there when um you were having this conversation with the lord 
Yeah, this was well. This okay. was years ago. But was it the Lord or God? This is God, the Father. The God, the Father. The, the first book was with the Father. Oh, okay. The okay. second book, God loves and give you favor, well, was with didn't the Father Jesus and Jesus. Chime in. No, he did on the second book. Oh, he didn't at Not all. Not at all. Okay, so oh, this no. is about this is the conversation between God the Father and you. Right. And God asks the question: Do you know why I chose? King Saul. He was so, asking me. I mean, we right. just to, to, to backtrack a little. Right. We are kind of like flying by the seat of our pants here. We're not. We don't have. A we script. have a rough idea, but we want to just talk. Right. The heart. So it's yeah. kind of just coming out the way we're going to let the Holy Spirit like right. take us right. through this. So if we go off the rail or off what we think is the rail, let's just go with it and see where we end yeah, up. Yeah, maybe we'll. we'll all right. We'll see so what all right. So God says in the manuscript. Um, do you know why I chose King Saul? And your answer was because he was the best? Right. I had asked God because he was the best. And God said, I chose him because he was the most prepared of anyone in the country for that position. I set him up not to fail, but to succeed. And then he goes on and says, you know, when Jesus put Judas in charge of the money, it wasn't to make him fail. It was to give him an opportunity to succeed at a place that was weak and broken within Judas. So when God... Um, so God is never out to trip you up. Not at all. So let's just stop here for a minute. Okay. So God, I want to let people know that God's not giving you something to do to see, ah, you see, I knew you wouldn't make it. He's giving you something that you might seem is overwhelming or is a challenge or tests you. Right. Not to see you fail, but to see you succeed and overcome that, that your weakness, weakness. with him, with his help, right. not on your own. So you're not out there on your own trying to figure right. it out. Right. He wants to help you break through yeah. that that boundary that you have. Your weakness is where his strength comes. Exactly. In. Your exactly. broken place is where he his fixing comes. In. Right. Right. You know. He had said, he goes, yeah, I chose Saul because he was the best. He was head and shoulders above the rest. He was handsome. And he would have been the people's choice. And then he talks about how Saul was an unknown. He was the least in his family, the youngest, uh, the least in his tribe. Uh, and that tribe being the least in all of Israel. So he, Saul even himself described himself as being the least qualified. So as the least qualified person, you know, he, his father at that at that time sent him out on a mission to find his donkeys, and you can go read that story. Right. But basically, he meets up with Samuel, and Samuel, the prophet, basically says to him, "Hey, come back tomorrow, and I'll tell you everything that's in your heart." Okay, so let me just stop there. So um, this is going to also be called back when we talk about David. Yes. But talking about Saul, the Lord said this in, in Samuel six eleven when he was anointing David, but right. to address that thing where where Saul said he was the least of his family, the least tribe, yeah, and the right. least of the Israel, least qualified. that God doesn't see things the way we see them. Right. So don't let that be an excuse mm-hmm. or reason for you to fail or to not pursue right. what God's plan is for your life. Because exactly. in your thinking, in your mind... This is an impossible, overwhelming, what? How could God use me? I've been in prison. I have no education. Uh, I grew up. I have too much education. uh, Right. I'm too educated. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I don't have any, I don't know the word. I know the word too much. I don't know the word enough. Whatever, whatever your individual reasonings are, God is not interested in any of that. At all. At all. 
all because he doesn't look at all of that right. stuff. Exactly. He's looking at your heart and he built you. Right. He built you. He made your DNA. He put it all together for that purpose that he has assigned for you. Right. He couldn't care less about your resume or lack thereof. Right. This leads us into basically the point of this podcast today, this topic. Mm-hmm. Saul had a question for mm-hmm. Samuel. Right. Where, are, where are my father's donkeys? Right. Because he was told, oh, this guy's a man of God, he would know. Saul was asking the question he had, but he wasn't asking the question that he should have been asking. Okay. So Saul's asking a question based on Saul's need. Right. But he should have been asking a question... Well, I, I said to the, I said to God, I said, well, what, what, what was the question Saul should have been asking? Mm-hmm. And God said, the question is, what is the purpose of my life? Ah, and so I said, that's a very good question. And that ties in what we're talking about, <laughs> exactly, and right. what I was listening to today. Right. So that's I just thought that was perfect. And then what did God answer? Well, he, you know, he if, if, again, you got. Well, read you said. The, he said, God said, what is the purpose of my life? That's the question. Yeah. That's the question. And you said, that's a very good question. And God says, I know it's a good question. And I'm the only one who can answer that question. Right. So the world is running around trying, trying to figure, to figure out. out what their purpose is. And God being a gentleman, he's sitting back. He's putting people in front of these people to hopefully listen to them right. who are godly and I'm people. I'm sure he's speaking to them in many different ways. Yeah. And he's the only one who can answer that question. Exactly right. All right. So go on with the... So, you know, uh, Samuel basically tells them about the donkeys, where they were, and the whole thing. And Saul goes into this whole thing about being from the smallest tribe. And, and, and Samuel tells Saul, come back in the morning. I'm going to tell you everything. Samuel prophesies to Saul that he's going to be king. So he says, I'm going to tell you what's in your heart. Right. So you can read all this in um, First and Second Samuel. Right. So it's, 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 we're just kind of doing this for time's sake. We're kind of glossing right. over it. So here's Saul, and when he later is appointed king and brought before the people, the people can't find him. Now, now he's appointed king now. So he's anointed and appointed. He's anointed, and now he's appointed. So the anointing comes before the appointment or the position, if you will, right. like Michael Todd was talking about. Right. You're anointed, and then comes the position. Right. It doesn't come the next day. Right. There's a process. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's already now appointed king. He's mm-hmm. positioned for king. And the people can't find him because he's hiding in the, in the luggage. Mm-hmm. So here's this guy who's head and shoulders above everyone else, and he's hiding. He was scared, scared of crowds, scared of being the focus, scared of pressure. He was afraid of so many things that he was hiding in the luggage and no one knew where he was. So they finally realize where, he, where he's hiding. They go in, they get him, and they bring him out. This guy has no confidence, and he doesn't even know what's in his own heart. But Samuel did. Because Samuel's the prophet. He's the prophet. He anoints him as king, and he says that I called him, meaning God, I called him to be the king of the nation. Saul lived, now listen to this, Saul lived unaware of what was in his own heart. He lived unaware of what was in his heart. Proverbs 25 says, the purposes of a person's heart are deep waters, meaning they're unknown. Right. But one who has insight, like a prophet or a person of God, man or woman of God, can draw them out so mm-hmm. that you can now see what's in your heart. Mm-hmm. So many people today live unaware of what's in their own heart. They have no idea. And they think they think they do. 
They think right. it, it's wrapped up in their job or in what they do or in their extracurricular stuff or right. or helping an old lady across the street or American. You know, they they do a good deed. They help the homeless. They go to a soup kitchen. This is not it. Mm-hmm. It's not based on your actions and your experiences and your relationships and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Only God knows what's in your heart. Right. Because he made your heart. Right. And this, what you're saying right now is from the... God loves you and gave you power, which is the book. And this is God speaking. About Saul. Saul from the Old Testament. Yes. Right. So the problem with Saul is he lived unaware what was in his own heart. Like most people. Right. And even after he was anointed, he still never had, I don't think he maybe had a revelation of who he was. was. So his identity. So we're back to that again. He had demons influencing him. Right. right. That's why I had to get David to come and play music for him. Not to to use the music to worship God and to give back to God. He was using David's gift as self-medication. Right. Because he would get the demons away. Right. So because Saul didn't know who he was. Go ahead. Didn't know his own heart. Right. He never fulfilled his purpose. So that's why they're so closely right, related. Right. So that's where I guess that's where we're headed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So purpose you, and mm-hmm. identity. So first comes I believe identity. I agree. Then comes anointing or or purpose. Uh I, I say yeah, I would say identity, anointing, pursuit of purpose. And then pursuit of purpose, and then maybe fulfillment of purpose. Yeah, process fulfillment. Right, right. the right. process has to come, right. and that's what—that's kind of the gist of what Michael Todd was saying in this um, this talk that he was giving. So he actually talked, touched on on Saul, but really was talking about David because David's the one who's who had fulfilled the purpose. He was smart enough to humble himself. In the process. Right. Well, then if we go back to the beginning of David's journey, now Saul's kind of out of the picture. So we're in 1 Samuel 6, 6, 11, and Samuel comes to Jesse's house and says, one right. of your sons is going to be the king. Right. And, you know, oh, it's got to be this guy. He's so handsome. He's so tall. He's so Again, strong. people's he's choice. So, right, right. The people's choice. Nope, not him. Go through all these boys, and finally he's like, there's got to be another son here. Right. You don't have another son? And he says, oh, yeah, I have a son. He's out in, you know, there's another boy. Yeah, the youngest one. There's another one. Right. He's out in the field watching right. the sheep. And Michael Todd makes this really good point. He said his own father, David's own father, doesn't even call him by name. Like, that's how lowly he is. He, he refers doesn't to even, him as the he's youngest like, one. like, oh, the guy taking care of the, the sheep and the goats, right, that right. guy? Right. All right, but he's going to stink, you know. <laughs> yeah. He's going to smell because right. he's been, you know, picking up sheep poop. That's right. Um, out in the fields and he's, <laughs> you know, eats his lunch out there and da da <laughs> And again, God doesn't look at your outward stuff. He's right. looking at the heart. Right. God's not interested in what, you're, what you do. No. All right? At all. He doesn't care about that. When it um, comes to finding your purpose, yeah, he couldn't mm-hmm. care less. That concludes part one of today's Godcast. Stay tuned next week for part two. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast from the History with God Ministries. This teaching is a powerful ministry tool that you can use to experience the power of God in your life. 
Thank you again for listening and for helping us reach the world with the love of Jesus. A History with God Ministries. Seeing, hearing, remembering. Until next time, remember, we love you, God loves you, and Jesus is Lord. Stay blessed.